0: (laughs) Okay, welcome to Everything Tried to Kill You, the podcast that analyzes your favorite horror movies while also making fun of them. This time, we have a real treat for you. This one has been on Netflix for a good long while, so you have no excuse. If you (laughs) haven't seen it, stop, watch, and get ready to crawl onto your bellies because we're going in. (laughs) My name's Rachel. I'm Mary. I'm Mary Kay. And we're going to introduce you to the gates of Dante's hell. Yay. Abandon all you, all hope, ye bitches. Yeah. Because yeah. we are talking about as above, so below. Um, and normally we have all of the director info, but I skipped that shit. <laughs> it just has a lot of hotties in it. That's all you need to know if you haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's the whole appeal. That's that's it. That's the selling point.
0: And hell, like a literal hellscape. That's a I think My
1: that's an my <laughs> Mad Men boyfriend is in this. Oh, Man. God.
0: I noticed him too. I was like, "Ah. Yeah. God, he's so dreamy." He really is. He's so Speaking nerdy. of dreamy. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I think that's a good segue into our icebreaker. So, if you've seen this movie, you know. And if you haven't, we're spoiling the shit out of it. That's what we do here. That's uh, what that we this do. is a team of weirdly, like, uber geniuses who find each other and go on this adventure into, like, literally hell. So our icebreaker is you... Y- you. Me? Are... Yeah, okay, you. me. Are a sexy, brilliant genius. I mean, you all... I mean, you you are already, Mary Kay, but Thank you. everyone else, listen up. You're a sexy, brilliant genius, and you've gathered a team of equally brilliant and talented folks for a mission. Mm-hmm. What terrifying fictional or non-fictional place are y'all exploring and there's a bonus which is optional choose your team including the love interest that's a great great icebreaker Mm -hmm.
2: but mary gets to go go first first. oh i can go first okay so i misread it before so this is coming hot hot off the press um It, it needs to be a terrifying fictional or non-fictional place. So I would choose Dracula's Castle mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or Vlad good. the Impaler's Castle, because I've always wanted to go there. And I would take you 2 obviously. <laughs> and for the love interest, I pick my actual boyfriend. Um,
0: oh, that's a good answer.
2: Well, I think he's fun to travel with. He's very, like, easygoing. But also, when something that is not cool happens, he's like, that's not, no, no, no. Like, he, he doesn't, like, overreact to things like I do. So it's a nice balance. Yeah. That's what I think that's what I, I like. Pick. It. I think that would be scary, too, especially if we went, like, in May when Jonathan
0: Harker was going. Mm hmm. You know?
2: Is that a bad the, answer? Um, is that a boring answer?
0: No, it's not. The okay. Dracula's Castle is very much on brand for Mary Kay. Yeah. Yes. I'm surprised did you didn't you know? say like the plot of the mummy.
2: Ooh, yeah, but I felt like that was too on the nose cuz it I had to involve time travel as well. <laughs> um, and wait, damn it. I was going to say something else too.
1: You and I were actually supposed to take a trip.
2: I know. And then so we Dracula ran out of money.
1: Has... Yeah, well, our lives kind of imploded congruently, yeah. not in the exact same way. It was way, a cascading each,
2: failure yeah, <laughs> of situation. We, we,
1: we each found ourselves with sudden life circumstances that meant we no longer had the disposable income to do that. But yeah, we I never really
2: had it. I was just like, I'm doing it.
1: We're gonna figure we'll it, just it out. Well, it. Yeah. We still have a shared Pinterest board that just says Hamanoptera, probably. Yes, <laughs> <We do. laughs> and it just is like a bunch of pins about like. We, we were cruises we were trying on to the decide. Nile and yeah we were trying to decide yeah. between like two <laughs> or three places and one of the options was go deep into the wooded forests and seek out the layers of historic vampires I like it, it and there. then I
2: would, would bring like hot randos for y'all thank you <laughs> or actually I would just y'all listeners I don't know if y'all know this but I'm a really good wing woman
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: She's yeah. not lying. I'm not lying. So that's I just—that's
1: why I posted main, that Golden Girls meme. <laughs>
2: the 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 key ingredient to being a good wing woman is disappearing at the right moment. So I just expect that like we would pick up the locals of Romania for y'all mm. when we got there.
1: And if they were vampires,
2: yeah. <laughs> I oh wish well. you could see Rachel's satisfied smile right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah, the, all they can hear, all they can like really experience the listeners. It's just my grunting.
2: It's like when Leslie Nope thought about the Phantom of the Opera, and she's like,
0: mm. <laughs> "Yeah, we just, talked, we just talked smell. about that in the last one yeah, you guys did yeah, which means go listen to Candyman if you haven't yeah. already.
2: Mm-hmm. Do yeah, do it. Yeah, Mary, it's your turn. Ocean.
0: I think ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean. She Amazing. She said ocean, ocean or ocean but both work ocean
1: that's my whole no um obviously i have a weird fascination with the ocean and the creatures within it so we would go out on the ocean and tragedy would ensue because you know why should we be out in the ocean we're not invited mm-hmm. um for the ocean creatures mm-hmm. anyway uh ocean yes deep ocean like real life of pie shit um
2: would you go underwater or just out on the surface
1: i think there's got to be a mix of both right because okay. they're both they're both scary but in different ways
2: you wouldn't go to that trash island and just hide out there <laughs>
1: <a> chill <laughs> just party no no I in
2: think... an old tire it's not like an inner tube floating one It's an actual tire
1: i think in my circumstance it would be one of those movies where like we are on the boat But the thing that we would need to like escape the boat and get back to land is like deep underwater and we have to get Mm. to it and make it back Mm. up safely. And the longer, the longer we wait to go get, to go get it or the more obstacles we have in getting it, then the longer we're stranded in the middle of the ocean. That's my nightmare situation that also would be kind of sexy for me because ocean. I didn't think about who I would bring with me because all it said was to pick my love interest. Okay. Um, So I was real focused on that. (laughs) (gasps)
2: Awesome. <gasps> Who was it? Who is Winst- it? It's Winston Duke. Oh, duh. Okay. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much water it takes to keep a six-foot-five man, al- five man alive. He can have it. I'll drink he the ocean water. <laughs> I- I'll drink the ocean water and die.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you gotta crack a few eggs, right?
1: <laughs> yep. The eggs being my brain in this scenario. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: or your actual ex.
1: This is your brain on ocean water. That's my answer. Ocean, Winston Duke. Okay, Rachel, do it,
2: Rachel, do it, do it,
0: do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) Well, um, I really like the way that Mary worded hers by um, being equally nightmarish and sexy Mm -hmm. because I chose my team first, Mm -hmm. which is. Dracula. That's something, um, Mary Kay, we have like a theme going. Okay. Dracula. Mm-hmm. And like the, m- more commonly, the the more recent, like the BBC version that was like the miniseries, it was awful, but he was really hot. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that Dracula, but mm-hmm. better acting. Lucian Greaves and mm-hmm. Sheldon Cooper.
2: I don't know any of those people.
0: Okay. So Dracula. I mean, that's just Dracula. It's just a hot Dracula. Oh, okay. Lucian, Lucian Greaves, he's the founder of the um, Temple of... The Satanic Temple. Oh, my God. <laughs> out here in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but it's more like a, a political, like, he's done a lot of work about, you know, um, separation of church and state, freedom of religion to, like, the as extreme as you can go. Um, and he has this glass eye and... <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, the perfect representation. That made me do a real spit take, <laughs> Rachel. And I just love him. I just love him. I just love him. He's my love interest in this scenario. And then there's Sheldon. <laughs> By the way, it's not the glass
2: eye. It's not that having a glass eye, it's funny. It's just, I mean, it's not funny that for someone to have a glass eye. But the way that you said it was very disarming to me.
1: It just went really suddenly in a direction that I wasn't (laughs) like if you'd been like he's so sexy I'm so into him oh my god his pecs like okay yes I see where we're I mean I don't know why I didn't expect that from you considering the tooth collection and other concerning behaviors but yes in that moment it was like whoa
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay who's the third person um Sheldon
2: Cooper who's that
0: Remember um, the Big Bang Theory? He's yeah, like the okay. mm-hmm. wacky genius. Mm-hmm. Because not only is he a genius, he's also like the comic relief. Like, mm-hmm. um, So I chose that, and I kept thinking of literally every scenario, like Lord of the Rings, um, mm. other planets, going back to dinosaurs, the Nazis, my um, daddy issues, like <laughs> everything you can think of. I'm like, I could take this team with me anywhere and it'd be great. <laughs> so I decided, mm-hmm. why not just stick closer to home and just do this same movie, the same mission? And because I have Dracula and Lucian Greaves, and I think they, their like version of Le Taupe instead of Le Tope, it
1: mm-hmm. would be
0: Bapa Met. It's like Dracula. He's like, oh yeah, he's with us. He's with us, and we're following him. And then like, Lucian Greaves is like, I don't know. He's acting kind of weird. And Dracula turns around like about bopping, and he's like, he's not the same anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, sh- I don't know if we should be following him. You
2: shouldn't. It's mm-mm, that's a bad move.
0: Ooh, that's yeah. scary. So I'm thinking of taking that to Hollywood.
2: Yeah, Rachel, mm-hmm. yours sounds like a real movie. Mine is just like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just I mean, like a so regular, that's how it <laughs> I would do. <laughs> Mine's both equally terrifying and sexy at the same okay. time. Okay. Before we dive into as above, so below, I wanted to take a moment to give a shout out, um, to talk about a good friend of ours. We have a dear friend of the show I really want to talk about. His name is Steven. This man... Sends us his favorite lines, imparts he enjoys the Yay. most, um, mm-hmm. retweets us, he hits up on Instagram, everything. That's the sort of thing that motivates us here. So like, <laughs> yeah, we really, really like to dick around and talk shit about horror movies, like with each other, you know, friends over wine. But to know that there's like people out there who actually enjoy listening to our bullshit is fantastic. It really is. So, it really is. Want, it really is. <laughs> And like someone else who enjoys it and like talks about our jokes back to us. So we want to give a much deserved and long, long overdue and full black heart shout out to our friend (laughs) Stephen Ross for your love and support. Yay. And we hope you will do us the very special honor of accepting our invitation to join us on the show very soon. So holla back. You know this where
2: is a us. test, so we'll know if he really listens.
1: <laughs> right, right. You think you think it's a shout out. You think it's just us being friendly and kind. It's but really actually... a trap. There
2: are
0: sharpened stakes at the bottom of that mm-hmm. invitation. Mm-hmm. What up? You brave enough, Steven?
1: Pull up. Hey. What? oh my god. I hope. So he's now ready. let's
0: we can get into it. So
2: <laughs> But wait, I need everyone to know Rachel's yeah. holding a real ass number two pencil right now. <laughs>
0: what do you want to say about it?
2: nothing i just wasn't expecting it it has like an extra eraser cap on it and it has one of those uh finger rests (laughs) i just needed everyone to know that's it i'm done we can talk about the movie now (laughs)
0: listen i really like teeth and the satanic temple lucian greaves his eyeball and traditional number two pencils with accessories.
1: Look, you like what you she's like. She's just the heart wants what it wants. She's just a simple girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we normally like to start um, with what makes it scary. But before we really get into that, the real meat of that, and like the clusterfuck of what is scary about it, I wanted to talk mad shit about it first <laughs> let's get it out the way because what? we have to
1: i watched most of this movie i got to the last like 10 minutes my family came home they'd, they'd been at the rodeo without me because i'd worked during the day and damn you they... missed the
0: rodeo i you
1: know, missed the that... rodeo
0: That's yeah well
1: I, especially I had for
0: to... this movie <laughs> We could have well, rescheduled. There was a rodeo.
1: We really couldn't have. We have so few days off that light <laughs> up at this point. Like, I I've, I already had to switch around to get today free. But um, no, I had work. They were at the rodeo. So I've been watching it. I legit stopped the movie with 10 minutes left and was like, told my sister-in-law, like, you have to come look at this. What the actual fuck? <laughs> and rewound it to the fucking beginning. So just so I had someone to yell with while it was happening. I love yeah. that. Like, hey, hey. That's a cool inscription you found on this tombstone. Why does it rhyme in English?
2: That's what I said. Why does it rhyme in English if you're, trans, if you're translating it
1: from that is a, just, Aramaic? How did you get from, from zero, from, from words on a page, to this movie existing on Netflix for me With to watch? And nobody, so that it nobody, at nobody at any point in the process was like, oh shit, that makes no sense. We can't do that. Yeah.
2: And I just want to give a shout-out to all of these actors because this, this screenplay was bananas. And they <laughs> brought it to life. The acting was, I thought, incredible. Great. The directing Great. was really, really cool. And found footage can get so dumb so fast, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: No, but the it, execution
1: just, was wonderful. Yes, But all the good execution in the world can't make up for the fact that none of this should have happened because the entire premise was so brain-meltingly dumb (laughs) that I actually felt stupider when I was done. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Her whole thing is the sorcerer's stone and you're all going to climb into the bowels of the earth for this...
2: Yeah, I know that I reuse, I mean, I overuse this phrase a lot, but this is literal white nonsense.
1: Yes. Oh my God. I told my sister-in-law, I was like, okay, well, apparently if I had clavicles of steel and a British accent, I could get dudes to do whatever the fuck I want to do. I could leave them in
2: Turkey and then just show up while he's repairing an antique clock to be like, so, Mm -hmm. you know, that thing you hate doing? But, We're gonna please do
1: it but I smiled and I used my manners and I twirled my hair like a tiny bit and I did say sorry about the whole Turkish prison thing I put you through
0: mm-hmm. oh and I then said she I was like, sorry and then she like corrects him she goes like it was actually it was just jail it was just Turkish jail not prison
2: Rachel as a as a beautiful petite white lady can you get away with that shit
1: yeah, speak for your race here. Speak for, speak for so- everyone like you. Quick.
2: Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> I feel like your silence is saying that you, you can and have something like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, Look, I think you um, milked that gonna, shit, man. I'm I wish I could do it. I got out of a lot of trouble <laughs> for being a petite. Cute little blonde, freckled. Sometimes I throw in the country accent too, a little
1: bit, to give a little oh, bit more. Oh, no, I'll pizzazz. do that.
2: I'll do that for sure. I will play dumb mm. if I need to. I, I mean, what can the patriarchy do for me? You know. Yes.
1: I like the way you think. Yeah. 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 No, there like, was
2: no shade coming from me when I asked you that question. No, it was I know only respect.
1: <laughs> I just, I could not. I had such a hard time with the very. You know, I often say when we talk about, is this thing scary? Like, well, yeah. for me, not so much because I just had to not do that thing. Like, just don't go right. into those woods. <laughs> just don't insult this, this you know, spiritual entity. <laughs> in this context, I was like, wow, I just need to avoid this, like, very obviously baddie bitch. Just, like, don't interact <laughs> with her and I right. don't die. It's so easy. Hey, when she says, let's go hunting for an alchemical agent in the catacombs, just be like, no. <laughs> Which is what every single person involved in this movie should have done. And Benji, you disappointed me the most. Yes. I gotta say, you were the only one who seemed to have any damn sense to start with, and you still let her talk you into it. Come yeah. on, dude.
2: I will say, though, whenever he, his reactions were what made it less unbelievable to me. Yes. Like, when, uh, what, was it Papillon? No, it mm-hmm. was La Taupe whatever, who was like, to get out you have to go deeper. He just immediately said, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm going to climb over these bones. And he was like, Oh no, no. No,
2: I'm not doing that. No, I'll wait Yeah, here. he was
0: the only one who was like <laughs> opposed. No. I'm like, really? All of you are okay with just really? In that yeah. tiny little space. You're all just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he's like, no,
1: I'm not doing <laughs> what? that. What? Oh my god. And then god. they like,
0: and then he, he freaks out. I'm like, why are I you? I love how out?
1: La Taupe rolls up and they're like, It's been two years, dude. We thought you were dead. And he's like, da, 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 da. I would have been like, This bitch has black <laughs> eyes. Get yes. away from him. Black
2: eyeballs and he looks like he is the front man of an indie rock band in 2004.
1: He's just like is he giggling to himself or muttering to himself, Hey look how fast he moves. Nope. Hard. Nope. This bitch is like run gliding through the catacombs of Paris. Run
2: gliding. <laughs> he is yeah. run gliding. He's on a scooter. It looks like he's, he has, he's like on a
1: razor. Is he like speed skating? Is he like, it's like an ice luge situation, but only for La Taupe. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, the thing I found the most absurd, the most glaring absurd part to me from the very beginning, was that... Because first, we were introduced to Scarlett. Yeah. We're going to get this into it more bitch. with her. We're gonna, oh, but,
1: my God. But I felt
0: like everyone... It just didn't make... S- I just thought it was bizarre that they... They had to get involved with, like, the most absurdly genius and talented people instead of just normal people. And then they all of a sudden, like, oh, if we want to go to the catacombs, we have to find this guy he's the only one who can get us into like the real catacombs and they're like well how do we find him oh he's just right there yeah he's in the nightclub
1: (laughs) uh, you walk into a club (laughs) and ask ask, oh yeah i'll
0: take you ask for this criminal
1: trespasser by name guys
0: yeah and then like, to get into, to find the the key that was on the back of the fucking slab, and in order to get in there, it was like, George just, just happened to know this girl who could get them in, like, unobserved, and they could put their hands on this, like, yeah. ancient slab. Like, what? Come all, on.
1: All of the obstacles are false obstacles. The right. red herring obstacles. Like, something that would be a reasonable obstacle falls down in place of them having a Bizarre, unexplained, unreasonable obstacle later down the road.
2: Yeah, we're just going to ignore the cult. We're just going to walk right past
0: that shit. Well, one critic that I thought was really cool, I wanted to quote um, about the absurdity of this. He said, it's so inherently absurd, but it'd be less so had it fully committed to just one of its ridiculous premises.
1: That's what it was. It was the the, the, the cult in there, right? in the in the mm. uh, catacombs we were like well at least they're being respectful they're just like singing to the bones like good job bones oh. outside as opposed to bones
2: outside, <laughs> outside, bones. Bones.
1: <laughs> outside <laughs> bones but they're just you no know, i mean they're in there they're dressed up they got their eyeliner on just having a nice little like karaoke session catacomb karaoke for the bones as opposed to climbing on them i was Catacom- like i I kind of want to see what the cult is up to, was. as opposed to any of the people I'm supposed to care about. That chick with yeah. the eyeliner, that Vanessa Paradis-looking yeah, chick. Like, cool. What is her What is her deal? She kept, like,
2: walking by with the big eyes.
1: Yeah. I was and like, Benji
2: was like, this bitch. He kept, like, zooming in on her. <laughs> no, at
1: yeah. first I was like, he can't possibly be, like, into her. Is that he just following her? Because he's like, ooh la la. No, that's not what's happening. He was like, Jesus fucking you're gonna want footage of this when
0: it, <laughs> so we zoomed so we saw a little bit of like that that oh, scene mm-hmm. which i thought was just more of just like kind of like a like a like a, a what do they call it? like a haunted house like when you go for halloween they put up things that are supposed to look scary so i felt like there really wasn't anything to do with that cult it was just to the affect of just Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some weird people down here. Ooh, look how creepy it is. I think it was just to be creepy. But that girl, what I thought was interesting, I wonder if she was had like the same situation of like Le Taupe where she's like
1: trapped.
0: yeah, trapped. Then what and was like, she doing? What was she doing like, in the club then? Like to lure others in.
1: What was she? What was her tactic? Walk around being creepy? <laughs> I don't know. but She's it's She like, left alone. I'm She's bad at this. Bitch, <laughs> your recruitment strategies are not effective. But if this were like multi level multi-level marketing to hell, not good. Like,
0: everyone's like in the club and then all of a sudden the camera cuts to like her with these big eyes. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, don't like that. But you know what? As far as <laughs> I, I can tell, the Mary only
1: person. That. Every time. Okay, the thing is, the only person that. I think even really noticed her before the catacombs was Benji because Benji is the only one who's like, guys, this is fucking nuts. He's the only <laughs>
0: voice of reason. He's the only normal person. Everyone else is just like, yeah, we're gonna do this thing. Yeah, sure, okay, cool.
2: I I wanted to say also while we're talking shit, this is my last shit talk until we, no, it won't be. I know that no, It won't be. I, no, come it on, was my last come thing on, I wrote that's down no, that's no talk. fun. The so. I wrote down in the beginning, like, so it pretty cleanly establishes right out the gate. This is a fantasy. However.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. She just did. She just did the like mom at the end of her rope nose bridge pinch. The one where like y'all kids are on my last fucking nerve nose pinch. That one.
2: Right. So thank you. Uh, that's exactly what I was doing because basically, I was in my brain like, where to begin? <laughs> I was in the beginning with uh, Reza in yes. Iran, and I remember being like, ah, oh, it's gonna be in the middle. It's good. Yay! And then we're there for like 15 seconds, and I was like, maybe the title of this episode can be Arab People Tried to Tell You, Helen. But I mean,
1: but she they rolls weren't up. really
2: Arab. They're they're Persian, I'm assuming. But yeah, still, she like,
1: she rolls up, she destroys some property, puts right. a man's life and livelihood in jeopardy. Rolls she's out. She's
2: like, I got a family. I'm getting the fuck out. And she's like, Okay, I'll catch up with you later. And he, he's like, Okay, bye. <laughs> 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 I don't like that. And I just I don't know. That opening scene had me be like, first of all, this is really setting it up for like imperialist treasure hunting you know where they go into the brown people's countries and take all their treasures and then they're like well but we found it so it's ours (laughs) yeah well
1: you left it in a cave and we're gonna put it on a pedestal in a big white room so we get to keep it yes
2: so if you want that um rendered beautifully in prose you should read everyday use by alice walker because that's pretty much the case, except for the people who are like, I'm going to put these on a wall, have no um, entitlement to the artifacts. Anyway, so that's what I was thinking of with Scarlet at first, and I was like, so, I mean, I guess that's what I'm supposed to think, and then, boom, we're in Paris. Inexplicably, she is British still, and finds two Americans, and then some french people and it's like this is bizarre and also the languages they're translating from don't make any sense like okay we're we're in aramaic for why there why 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 would
1: nicholas flamel know aramaic it had already been a dead language for how the fuck long by the time time. yeah
2: uh, so the languages were all over the place, and it was very culture vulturing. And while I know that it was not supposed to be authentic, it was like—I mean, the mummy is not authentic, but it did some homework. You know, right. like I there like, was that there also was internal is logic. A, right, there's a convention established. It's clearly Planet Egypt land. No one is saying this is accurate, but the things that can be accurate, for the sake of suspending your disbelief, like pronunciations like i mean basic yeah and i don't know like they had a mnemonic device that spelled vitriol oh yeah in english yep in paris
1: yep and that's when i stabbed my own eyeballs with my fork
2: (laughs) also i wrote down so when when they're like this is an ancient egyptian padlock first of all why but secondly, that deductive logic, they need to be on the hidden temple of the monkey, sacred monkey, or whatever that Nickelodeon show was.
1: Legends of the Hidden Temple yes, thank was you. so dope.
2: Yeah, they need to be on that shit because they would win. They were just like, seven planets, no, six, no, seven, eight, seven, got it, boom. Make sure you I... pull it all the way out. Okay, here it is.
1: I've heard a single number one time. That must be the only relevant number to the number you just said to me.
2: Right. Right. What What? what would be delightful is if like Nicholas Flamel woke up and was like, well, you got the right answer, but you didn't ask any of the right questions and you showed your work all wrong. (laughs)
1: it would be great if nicholas nicholas flamel sat up and was like hey did you ever think we made it this difficult so you wouldn't show the fuck up here get out of my room
2: you clearly got this answer from the back of the book because all of your work all of the deductions that you did are wrong i don't know Mm -hmm.
1: anyway if this were an ap exam fuck all your doctorates you would be walking out of here with zero college credits scarlet
2: Yeah, and in that bookend, when they're like, when Benji's like, so that's a lot of doctorate degrees to be 24.
0: That made no no. sense. No, and she was like, yeah. That made me so
2: upset. And Benji was like, okay, James Franco, you can't be doing all of that shit right, and she's not. Why was
0: that necessary to have all of that in there? It wasn't. It was a video game. Yeah. Even like a biology, like, why why is that necessary?
1: So, you know how, um, I don't know if you guys saw the new Jumanji movies, but they're actually pretty fun. Yeah. Because it was
2: was, an established convention.
1: Yeah. The point was not remake the original one. The point was, what would that look or feel like today? Mm -hmm. Because kids play video games more than they play board games. And it was really, it was a smart move and it's really cool. It made for some really fun internal logic, right? Yes. So, um they reminded me of that scene where they're looking at their stats and they each have like certain strengths and certain weaknesses and some of their strengths are kind of weird and then
2: uh
1: yeah kevin hart is like why do all my strengths suck and then dwayne the rock johnson has no weaknesses and he's like i'm good at running punching killing flyer you know like all of his strengths (laughs) are like he's so ridiculously overpowered compared to the other characters so So she's the
2: rock is what you're saying
1: Yeah, no, I would never compare her to my beloved, beloved rock. (laughs) She is a rock. She is basically a rock. She has as much capacity for problem solving as a rock. I, at the end of that first scene with her and Risa, I was like, oh, so I'm just not supposed to like her. Cool, I got it. That's where I was at, too. And the thing is, most of the other characters I actually liked very much. I found them really... Like fun right. to watch or fun to listen to, even though George, like, needs to get his dick in check or something because he should not have been involved in any of this.
2: She left like, you in a Turkish prison, homie.
1: Yeah, like, get it together. I don't
2: care how beautiful Rachel is if she left me in a Turkish prison. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> show up at my workplace. Don't show up. Don't show up at this. Leave work me side
1: behind. This is my place of work get out do you see this giant bell this bell has never hurt me this bell has never abandoned me this bell
2: has never sent me to prison fucking dick (laughs) get
1: away from me
0: Rachel I'm sorry that you're her stand in I just was like no I'm not offended I'm not offended But um, so speaking of those two characters is what made me think that the whole time I was watching the first like opening to this before we get to the catacombs was that this was just adult horny Harry Potter (laughs)
1: Yeah, Harry Potter is horny Harry Potter
0: (laughs) but not adult None adult. No. So, like, you see the bedroom eyes when she shows up at the bell tower, and he's just like, <sighs> oh, oh. <laughs> She left me in a Turk- Turkish prison, but oh. Oh, you're ins- Did you go to Iran by yourself? Oh. <laughs> you're insane. You know that. Oh. What?
1: What kind of men are you hanging out with? Is that a noise? This like the that- whole
0: time he's like staring at her, like he's about to like tear her clothes off. <laughs> And that's the only reason he gets involved because he just. Yeah. Oh my god! And so we got like Hermione, like Uber Hermione, because <laughs> like Hermione doesn't have to prove how smart she is. You just see throughout the book she's just smart. She just she just doesn't have to brag about I got this degree. I got this degree. And then as soon as she talks about all her degrees, she flexes like with her language. When Benji was like someone was trying to talk yeah. to Benji, she said Let seven the man figure it out seven words in out. French.
1: She humble said, seven whole for words, once,
0: you dumb bitch!" Like, he Here's can the thing. it out. She so had to, like a... flex her, yeah, language.
1: So Hermione actually isn't humble at all, and she does flex her shit all the time. But she backs it up, right? Right. When she's like, "Yeah, but I'm smarter than you." Yeah. Then she is. Then she does the right. thing that is smarter. It, I did not it, get you that know, you same. Got it. Yeah, I don't really feel that way about Scarlet, considering no. that all of the deductive <laughs> leaps I got to see her make were nonsense they i was just God like what? Nonsense. if that if that is the line you drew from a to like 9.37 like not a to b not even a to z a to 9.37 what like they're not even on the same table what are you doing here they're what's not going
2: even on i the don't measure the same things
1: <laughs> no no it's like i was like which is better <sighs> apples or oranges and she was like elephant
0: Elephant. <laughs> and I felt like the whole, like, everything in the catacombs was just, like, the ending of the first Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As they go through all, like, the The trials. And, yeah. 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 To get to the Philosopher's Stone. The Philosopher's Stone. We did this with Harry Potter when we were teenagers already.
1: How is this woman who has been, she's supposed to be a serious academic, she has been chasing The sorcerer's stone, her entire adult life. How is this woman not like hospitalized? How is she out and functioning in the world and people are not deeply concerned about her like health or stability?
0: Well, Reza did tell her. He said, because her father was on the same path, Mm -hmm. he said his quest was a path to madness. So, yeah.
1: I really hope that if I told you guys I was looking for a mythical object, I devoted my life to finding this mythical object. You would tell my family like, "Hey, she's not okay."
2: Uh-uh, we pulling up. <laughs> we getting that fountain of youth.
0: <laughs> Look at these wrinkles. I mean,
1: if, it's, if it's the fountain of youth, then sure. But, Mary Kay
0: said, "Look at these wrinkles."
1: Oh, she don't have. It's because no I sleep on this about? side. You ain't got no wrinkles.
2: Uh-huh. It's just because whenever you're on the um, Skype, it gives you like a nice soft focus. That's true. So you can't tell. I was gonna say though. One thing that did make me jump for real is when, Mm -hmm. I was about to say, is when they're underground. That's the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when they're in that, like, trough of blood and everything goes muted and then there's, like, like a tone. Yes. Of a tuning fork is struck. I was like, (laughs) I'm like, mm mm-mm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the imagery was scary. Like like yeah. La Taupe, the way La Taupe could move so quickly ahead of them yes. in the corridors, that was scary. A lot of the imagery was scary. A lot of the um like the sensory effect, like the, the the sound or the idea of like diving through the water or the idea of crawling through these small spaces. A lot all that stuff was scary. Mm-hmm. But again, why be scared when you could just be not underground?
0: Yeah. No one made yeah. you do
1: this. And the story made so little sense that because you're not, if you're not like bought in and if you don't have enough internal logic to actually know what you're afraid, like to, to kind of be anticipating or have some expectation of what this might lead to, mm-hmm. then there's not as much capacity for fear, right? Like it's a scary image and when the image is over, then it's just the next thing. Instead of, the image, instead of the image being scary now and being scary for what it means going forward.
2: It's like Silent Hill, but mm-hmm. the mummy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I love that you say that because that's so perfect. I have done nothing you are. wrong ever, ever in my life. Money, please. <laughs> Money, please. Um,
0: wait, okay. Go ahead, Rachel. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um... But to Mary's point, I found myself very much feeling the same. But then I would get so caught up. I don't know if it's like ADD, ADHD. I don't know. I just get so caught up in the, the scenes themselves. In the moment, That I yeah. forget about the, the backstory of why mm-hmm. they're there or how mm. they're there. Um, and I'm just focused on, oh, okay, so um, Papillon... He agreed to take them in. He didn't agree for it to go the way it went. Right. He was doing the thing that he normally does. He takes people in, and this lady is like, no, we're going to do this. And he's like, I don't know. And then it just develops. And so all I know is that in certain scenes, all I can think about is, what if Like, I'm putting myself in like someone's shoes who went in thinking it was going to be one way, just in and out, my usual thing. And then all of a sudden, now I'm stuck with this lady <laughs> who is yeah. viewing this shit about going deeper with these riddles and traps to find, and now I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I know these tunnels like the back of my hand, and now I'm on a whole other side, and I don't, I, I'd be suffocating with fear. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Suffocating. Mm-hmm.
2: Totally. Um, especially because he, it does seem like he goes down there all the time, and he's like, all right, I'll take this tourist and her, whatever all right make a we're gonna get treasure okay like we're just gonna go down there and spook her or whatever but she's like a really good salesperson in that she gets little yeses from everybody and then she pushes it just a little bit more like when
0: uh george is like i'll go translate for you that's it that's, that's the thing that had me so fucked up. He was no. He gave this girl no consent to bring, her, bring him into that. That yeah. was like adventure rape. He said, no, I'm <laughs> not doing it. No, no, yeah. no. And then she just kept pushing and pushing. And then he falls down. And he's like, great. Now I'm here with my pants down at my ankles.
1: She's an actually bad person.
0: Yes, I agree. She's I think she's manipulative and
1: I don't think she actually like it's like they're a video game for her. Like they're not real people with real feelings and real needs that she has to take seriously at all. I am look, I'm a Sagittarius baby. Adventure for adventure's sake, knowledge for knowledge's sake. I'm all about like hypothet like a lot of the crux of this, right? Like we should go find this fantastical thing because just its existence, just having like bringing it to light, bringing it into like the scope of human knowledge is valuable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: except that your thing is <laughs> 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 and you are treating people like actual shit, yeah, over a dumb, bad, fake thing, like yeah. i don't I can't help you with this, I just yeah,
0: Because exactly. the thing that I found so, abs- another thing I found so absurd that I put in the outline was why are they there? Like perspective it's for this dumb you're putting these people's at lives for this, this thing that may or may not be a thing like, because your dad spent his life doing it so now you have to risk your life and other people's life
1: Yeah, like, to- Yeah, like that was her takeaway from her dad's suicide it was like <gasps> oh now God. I do it not like whoa this like hurt him this this broke him this like, ruined him but like well mm-hmm. my turn right whoa not a whoa yeah someone did not get adequate support in her grief right to process um, it this way
2: i will say somewhat to her credit although not much <laughs> ossuaries are not supposed to be scary no. It's just like a cemetery is not supposed to be scary.
1: No. If they anything are, it should though. be, they're
2: creepy.
1: If anything that should be bones. like a you know yeah. almost kind of peaceful or not like pleasant necessarily. Well, it's, it's but to but be the idea sanctuary. of the cemetery is that you can yeah. go visit your loved ones. You can go visit the people you've right. lost and there's mm-hmm. a place to like be with them, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The thought the part of it that I thought was kind of creepy though was when because I, I don't remember the details of it, but then after the catacombs were built and then the city fell and then hundreds of thousands more people died in that spot, I thought that was kind of creepy to be underground in a spot where people who weren't supposed to die that way did right there. Is, do the you monks. think
2: that's what those
0: things were in the wall? The things that were like, the would, their faces would go... Yeah, the jumpy-outies. the
1: jumpy-outies. I don't know what they
0: were. I thought it was just the lip of hell oh okay you know tortured souls i, I don't know i, I oh, did notice unfortunate souls. <laughs> i did notice um
2: speaking of like culture vulturing a lot of dante's inferno uh tropes in this like abandon yes. all hope they're like this is a mythology nope that's dante that's just straight up dante it's a book um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one dude wrote
1: um yeah.
2: depicting inferno essentially um and sort of standardizing colloquial Italian. But anyway, <laughs> um, he, the mouths in the ground, I'm pretty sure that's from Inferno. But I can't remember what that was punished for. What it was punishment
1: for? What Did Inferno also contain that one tunnel that looked very much like a vagina? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Mm. Um, also, did you guys know that I have, did I tell you this? I have a, I have a slab above my door. Did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. Yeah. Like no, this, I'm just kidding. This brass slab, and it says, Abandon all hope ye who enter here. Oh, yikes. (laughs) And I have, like, a ram skull, like, on my actual door.
1: I I actually, I have that tattooed right above my asshole.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, another fun story. Um, Real quick, I was teaching myths and legends to gifted middle schoolers. And, you know, I'm a writer, so it was largely creative writing based. And one of their... uh, one of their assignments was to, this is one that they picked for themselves, was to rewrite an afterlife. So, like, after the end of the world type of thing. And all almost all of them rewrote the part of the inferno that we looked at. And I just want to say that those 6th, 7th graders... Had a more cohesive plotline than this movie did. Damn, I believe they yeah, They were good Six though. Like writers, one of them was hard. like for people who have abused they animals. Dark and you have hard. a reverse petting zoo where the animals abuse you, <laughs> and it was like yeah. okay, damn. <laughs> <laughs> right? And they were like it would. I don't know. It was very like haunted house stuff, but the kid, they loved it. They loved devising like really specific punishments for a, the. Myriad of atrocities that humans commit. Anyway, um this movie was a lot like that, except for less good. Except for less good. The, now, the directing, I thought that was very cool, and the cinematography mm-hmm. on point. Everything but the writing, I guess, really.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was bullshit.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> something that like you can occasionally you occasionally come up on a, a movie that that does a good job of working around mm-hmm. its writing. Um, sometimes you have that actors that can Jane really do. yeah yeah I would agree with that and I think sometimes you have actors that can really elevate dialogue yeah we we talked about that in Jane Doe as well mm-hmm. that even when the dialogue was a little clunky you've got these real powerhouse performances kind right. of bringing it somewhere and um, and I think we could each name probably half a dozen actors that we've seen do that mm-hmm. you know countless times that we know like it doesn't matter what you hand them it's gonna be compelling but there's just only so much you can do right. when the actual plot like the series of events don't make sense. I'm sorry. I hate to I hate to burn another writer. I know it's hard to do. It's really really hard to do. But, I mean, Jesus. yeah, but in
2: a way like scripts like this really give me hope because if this can get
0: made, I should have no problem. So speaking of the writing, do we even I put it on the outline because I felt like it was Obvious, but do we even really want to talk about their each past traumas, or is it even just no?
1: Because honestly, I also didn't feel like that was super obvious. It felt like that came tumbling out in the last ten minutes of movie. Yeah,
0: no, and that's what I mean. Is that is there anything to say? Kind of is there anything to say? Like, um, George, his brother died, but here's so they brought in something that tied him with his brother.
1: I understood also, Man. so does that mean that people who died earlier had some sort of egregious sin for which they never atoned? And it was, is the problem just that they never found out before they died? That sucks. Also, some of this stuff does not really strike me as sin. Missing one call from your dad right. is not sinful, surely. I think it's just like
0: one thing that's, the one thing that really gets you. Like the one. The thing that haunts you? The thing that, yes, the thing that haunts you.
1: And that's, well, and that's the thing that you don't go to hell for something you feel guilty about whether you should or not
0: that goes to hell. I think hell, the environment is attacking them for the using the thing that's haunting them to attack them.
1: But only some of them. And then some of them got a chance to.
0: Well, seeing again, they use the word
1: they were using the word atone Like they had to like,
0: oh, you're no rectify
1: you rectify yes Oh, you're
0: right that they had Ew. to like
1: correct this thing and so when zed's like oh yeah that kid i've never acknowledged i was like well yeah motherfucker you better handle that, that but the other was two so
0: last minute i bet you they did that the last minute of production or something it was so slapped on it was gross. just
2: someone in the studio had to dub over it even <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> it wasn't like that but that would be funny
1: i, f- I feel like I, wonder, I got the impression, I was looking up some of the, like, kind of background on it, and I was like, I feel like maybe the writing, like, tr- composing this, they really put this together with, like, big, big ambitions, that this is really supposed to be a much more direct allegory than um, it may feel mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and it was okay. way too much, way too much for what they had to work with. We spend a half hour of the hour and a half movie before we even get underground. Yeah. And they couldn't actually pack a meaningful, like, version of all nine circles into the hour they had left and do, use all the images they wanted to use and tie in all the things they wanted to tie in so then you end up with what that critic was talking about which is like mm-hmm. just commit to any one of these through lines and this would have been really great
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think maybe they did have this bigger picture but maybe they got so I mean that, this was a huge project this was a huge huge project and I think maybe they had bigger dreams than they could um, execute for it because even, this is going into the production part, it was actually shot in the actual catacombs themselves. Mm-hmm. And they talked about in interviews how hard it was and how long of a process. Like, the most, I feel like the most of this film, the bulk of the focus was on how they were actually going to execute the filming of it. Mm-hmm. Because it was underground. They had they went through it all. Everything that you see in the catacombs is them actually in it. Like
1: right. the that's super
0: the, cool. That was really cool. And they had like they had people who would yeah. bring them into into certain places. They were like, We want to do this here and like, mm mm, we can't. No. This ceiling is gonna fall down any second. Like we need to go like up and around this area. And there were even places where um where you see them lighting, like, the flares, they could only, they could actually do that, but only in the quarry where there was, like, Mm -hmm. water. So I thought that was, like, really interesting that, and um, what's his name? Um, The really hot one we like, Ben? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ben Feldman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He is actually really badly claustrophobic. And so (laughs) during the production... He had to keep stopping because he just, he would keep freaking out. And it took a lot of.
1: Oh, I would feel the same way. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Most small spaces don't bother me terribly because there is space around it. Like an elevator, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. Right. But um, being underground or underwater small spaces, like going through, like, I, I went to high school in southeastern Virginia and everything's bridges or tunnels, I like the mm-hmm. underwater tunnels. Like, I just gotta like breathe through it. Um, and I didn't know it would bother me until they invited me caving when we were uh in AmeriCorps in Georgia. And I was like, Oh, oh no, that sounds very bad. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. I would have to crawl through wet on my what? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's s- a no for me, dog. Yeah, slithering around on my belly like a damn snake. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So,
2: is Papillon, which I think translates to butterfly that's that is accurate uh ironic then that's it, interesting. what do you mean Um, because that's his nickname, mhm, and he li- he goes underground all the time, oh okay, I guess i mean i could- I've tried to get something else out of it, but there was just nothing, but I did want to say. There are a couple shots in this where I was like, "Oh, now that was cool, like when mm-hmm. the ceiling cracks, yeah, yeah i don't I don't know how they did that. I don't know how they dragged that guy into the burning car either, but and then had his leg sticking up, oh my God,
0: that was so funny it was his yeah, leg <laughs> that was
2: really cool, and then when they're my climbing, leg. at the end when they're climbing out of the manhole, super mm-hmm. cool, yeah. Like, I really, I mean, I, I'm sure that it, because it wasn't, like, a big blockbuster movie or anything, but that, those were some really
0: cool effects. That was a cool shot in mm. the end. And I think one of my my favorite thing about this movie is the mirroring. Mm-hmm. Like, you go in, and then she has to go back and go all the way back through it, switch it because it was the, the wrong thing. And then the idea is as above, so below. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, I thought that was really cool. So in the end, of course, so when, and in, in like even during the film when they say we have to go deep, in order to get out, we have to go deeper. It's so terrifying. Like, oh, hell no. Like it naturally you think, oh, hell no. But I think that was so interesting that that's actually what you had to do. And then, like you said, that last shot where it's, you think they're going down, but they're actually going uh, oh yeah. God! I thought that was I thought that, that was, was super cool. cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I, that was also, cool. the most implausible thing of this whole movie to me was her climbing that fast up that rope.
1: <laughs> I was like, mm. eh, yes.
2: uh no," <laughs> but anyway, I'm just
1: my sister-in-law. I could not. My sister-in-law and I could not get over the fact that she went into these catacombs wearing this like drapey sweater. Yeah. Like that can't have been the safest choice. No. Why would you wear something that's going to snag on every single bone you touch?
0: Every single bone you touch.
1: Yeah. You gonna touch a lot of touching all them bones.
2: Cuz it's cute and she's trying to get that dude back.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, look, you can you can get the dick later. But it's not go to jail now. cute.
0: That um, was one
2: of my favorite lines of
0: dialogue. <laughs> Also, can we, like, acknowledge, like, the look of jealousy she got when that girl, like, was helping Mm -hmm. George get into that museum? Mm -hmm. She was, like, she looks and she looks to Benji. She goes, she's pretty. And Benji's like, yep. (laughs) She was hella mad.
1: What was he supposed to do? Just, like, wait in prison until you were ready for more dick? I don't...
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then they asked him, like, who was that? And he was like, oh, she's, um, I know her from, um, professional circles.
1: <laughs> That's right, Benji, give him nothing. I mean, not That's Benji, uh, uh, George.
2: George. Professional circles, title of your
0: sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one more thing about Benji, that, oh, God, my favorite moment with Benji was when they, they enter where, um, Nicholas Flamel was buried. They, they wanted to do something. I can't remember. What did they want to do? And he was like, no, there's a dead man there.
1: <laughs> Are we in the same room? Are we looking at the same oh, stuff? Oh, because they
0: said they wanted to turn off the headlamps. They're like, everyone oh, turn yeah. off the headlamps. He goes, no, there is a dead man
1: there. You know what boggled my mind was when La Taupe uh, kicked the shit out of Susie. And at first, yeah. they were like, keep the headlamps on. i like trying to keep track of him. And mm-hmm. then like two seconds later, they were just like, I forget that. If he kills us all, he kills us all. I was like, "What? What? No! Keep, keep at least a couple of your heads up. Why yeah. don't you care where he went? Really? He's murdering people. He runs on a on a razor scooter,
0: murdering people
1: <laughs> with his black little rat eyes. Like he goes through water and doesn't get wet. Please keep an eye on him.
0: I mean, Just... can you imagine? Um, so I under- like Scarlet and George. I mean, they've always had like history and like intimacy there but could you imagine being Zed because he's like the only lone survivor with them and he doesn't have that intimacy with them that he survives like he just walks off and and he just walks he just fucking walks away what else was he supposed to do I don't know what else was he supposed to do hey guys wanna wanna go to hotel rest and then get brunch and (laughs) mimosas what the fuck he supposed to do but like what do you do like all of his best friends are dead he had this extremely traumatic experience. I really want to know where he
1: went and what he did. Pretty sure he went to go call his kid.
0: I hope so. I'm pretty sure he went home with a bottle of vodka. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that your closer? Yes. So, are we ready? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, so my closer is so your adventure that you gave in the um icebreaker mm-hmm. at yes. the It's all over. It's done made it through um you and what's left of the team has made it out of whatever adventure what's the first thing y'all do
1: winston duke and i (laughs) would um probably find a nice little cabin in the woods very far from the ocean and have a little little lover's retreat i think that Mm, makes lovers retreat
2: sounds good room service lots of food
1: Maybe a, like, Cry a little. <laughs> maybe like a, like a big soaking tub out on a balcony overlooking a vista.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wine.
1: Yeah. There Misage we go. Massage
0: oil. Rose petals. Bubble bath. Mm. Bubble bath?
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was that your answer too, Rachel?
1: No. I'm more oh. of a bath salts person, but yes. Yes, absolutely.
2: Um, I just watch The Office to turn off my brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I always do that when I've been stressed out. I yeah. was, You know, Mary Kay, I was just telling my, my girlfriend at work, I was telling her... You know, me and my friend, we always are rewatching The Office at different times to each other, and true. we will randomly like wake up to texts from each <laughs> other at different times of the year, just quoting The Office at each other aggressively.
2: Yep, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. it's true. I don't even I don't even know how many times I've seen that through now.
0: Oh, so many!
1: Oh my god! I just
0: finished it again, and I'm currently rewatching it again. <laughs> Why not? So Mary Kay, go. Oh,
2: uh mine was basically the same as Mary's, except for like a lot of food.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, I just that's eat my feelings. Zero mm. concern for calories, nutritional value. Nope. Just like if it sounds good, bring it.
2: hmm Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. Speaking chicken of chicken wings. Speaking of oh, chicken wings. Speaking of food. Up next. Yeah. <laughs> up next.
0: Wait, I, I didn't go. Rachel didn't go. I didn't oh go. Rachel,
1: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't go. I wanna go. I'm so sorry.
0: It's okay. Um, you forgot about me. It's okay.
1: Okay. So, what would you do? So I
0: already know who would die. <laughs> Cause I'm on this adventure into like literal hell. So mm. obviously the only ones who make it out uh <laughs> <laughs> or me of course because this petite little blonde girl you the final girl all out any, any down. trouble final <laughs>
1: girl exactly
0: <laughs> and dracula yeah and okay. because lucian grieves he just loves me so much that at one point he sacrificed himself
2: mm-hmm.
0: to save me did you keep while... his eyeball are you fi- i keep teeth bitch oh, you think i'm gonna let that eyeball go <laughs>
2: Oh, I thought you were saying like, no, I took his teeth out. I don't want to. have all. That
0: doesn't match my collection. I collect teeth. You think I? Ain't where would? How? Where, know, where I would I even store like it? a girl Jar for Are that? Are you kidding? <laughs> That's a collector's item for the. That's for big that the- games. So, um, me and Dracula, mm-hmm. we crawl out of the manhole, right? Mm-hmm. Like you do. Mm-hmm. And we thought Sheldon was gone. We thought he was gone, but he surprised us. He's there. And, and then
1: Dracula turns to dust because you climbed out of a manhole?
0: No, because it's still night. Remember in the end it was okay. nighttime? Okay, it'll nighttime. So be night we crawl time. out of the manhole. It's time, just like the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Waffle House. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. The first thing when I first saw this movie, every time I see this movie when they crawl out, I'm like, I hope Waffle House is open. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. so true. That fixes everything. I need a
2: midnight chicken biscuit.
0: After a night of adventures, yeah. you end that shit with Waffle House,
1: the All Star <laughs> breakfast, All Star <laughs> smothered raisin toast. Uh huh. Oh no! What did you just say? Raisin, raisin toast. toast? Yeah.
2: Raisins? Yeah. Raisins, as in,
1: if you get anything else, as in the dead, as in the dead and decaying cousins of grapes.
0: Yeah. Shit, it's good and toast. <laughs>
2: Amazing. So, speaking like. of hunger, <laughs> speaking of hunger, America, next, you want Texas? Yeah. Up we'll next, we're doing this movie called The Hunger, starring David Bowie and some other mm-hmm. people. Catherine Deneuve, um,
1: Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I am really excited to share with y'all that our special guest on that episode is author. Grady Hendrix. Oh my he god. He is coming on to promote his latest book, The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires, which I'm really loving so far. It comes out um, next month, but uh, it's going to be amazing and I especially love it because it's a counterpart or dare I say spiritual sequel to his book My Best Friend's Exorcism, which is my favorite work of his. Anyway, He's coming on to promote that book and to talk to us about the movie The Hunger. And don't forget to tell all your friends about that and buy his book and then buy my book. Mm-hmm. And rate and review and subscribe to us because that helps other people find us.
0: And that's it. And Stephen, we're coming for you. Stephen, we're coming for you.
1: Look the fuck out, Stephen.
0: Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> love you, bye.
2: Okay, love you, bye. <laughs>